I'm Susan Caruso, the founding director of Sunflower Creative Arts, and you're listening to the Sunflower Bridge podcast, where we talk about being with children. And I'm Lindsay Mills, the co-creator of Sunflower Bridge. Take a breath and smile with us. <sighs> it feels good. I hope you're breathing with us. <laughs> yeah, keep breathing, too. Don't mm-hmm. stop. No, no, don't, don't. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk with you about transitions, because transitions happen all day, every day. (laughs) Yep, you have to, and with your children, you have to get them from home to into the car, from the park, back home, get up early in in the morning and get out to school, um, go to grandma's house to, you know, and, and that happens just continuously your whole life Mm -hmm. Um, and it can always become a challenging situation even for adults it's I think something that is a part of the human experience that change is hard (laughs) yeah yeah and uh and and moving from one thing to another and and when you still want to be doing the other thing and um and you know so you have those conflicting Desires. Yes, where two things that are opposing can be true at the same time. One example that I can think of is that uh, mom has to pick dad up from work and you're having a great time at the park and your child is so reluctant to leave and you would rather not tear them away from their play but the reality is that we got to go pick up dad so uh just recognizing and naming those conflicting desires and even within the child they're at the park they're playing they're having a great time but they can get you know they're going to pick up dad and do some it's going to be great to see him yes so everybody has that within them so much all the time it's both and yeah and it's it's you know they're they're happening at the same time and what we really have is is conflicting conflicting needs and um you know you have all those desires but it really is conflicting needs and um how do you how do you address that um and um <clears throat> You know, one of the best ways to address that is to just to be honest, recognize it within yourself, recognize it within your child. You're having a great time here at the park. We got to go pick up daddy, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, we'll give some examples a little later about some real specific things that, you know, little strategies that you can use. But um, we can we can empathize with them because we're human beings. We've experienced that, too. Exactly. So I think our goal here today is to provide you with some tools and using the framework that we've established on the podcast before, it's time, space, permission, and language. And we're going to give you tools in each of those areas to really help you navigate those transitions just a little more smoothly. Yeah, so if we take that example of um, you know needing to head out to pick up dad at the work, you know, at work. So many times people are just, they're juggling one, one car in a family. Um, and so what can, what can, what can you do in those kinds of, those kinds of situations? What, what are, what's, what is, you know, if we go to, to, um, you know, what, what can they do? In the realm of time, 
where we can really find the easiest sort of entry point. As I mentioned in a recent episode, that we all have used the tactic of, we have five more minutes at the park. (laughs) And that is always going to be a great place to start because it is an opportunity to be honest. It is an opportunity to make good on your word. And so although there might be some sadness about the ending of the park visit, if you practice that honesty and you do really set a timer for five minutes and you follow through and you leave the park when the timer goes off, then over time you're establishing more trust with your child and you're creating uh, an environment, a relationship between you where you, your child recognizes that you see and, and value their needs and you're going to make sure that everybody gets what they need. Right, right. And so that the expectations are there too. You know, if, if you're consistent like that and you, and you do follow through, say what you mean, mean what you say, then they know what the, ex- to, what to expect. If, there's wiggle room there. They kind of feel like, wow, this is a really long time. I'm still playing and you're on the phone or you're doing something else and, and not following through on that. Um, it, it's Then you're going to be loose. Then they're going to feel confused when you do say it's time to leave. Yeah. When it's time to get in the car, they feel disoriented because it the message is different. The words you're saying are different than the action. Right. And when kids are really little, it's a slight bit different because they they might not they might not have that awareness of 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 the time and oh well she's talking to her friend right now so we can still slide down the slide eight more times mm-hmm. um so just to be to be really understanding of of um of the age and to follow through and of course you know i'm not saying that if you if you blow it a couple of times you're in trouble no we always blow it lots of times but the the ideal is to be consistent, you know, and mm-hmm. the real might be you're consistent sometimes and you're reaching for that ideal. So, yeah, give yourself a break. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <clears throat> yeah. And I think this really rolls into the element of space mm-hmm. and that your child is going to resist uh, when you when you set that limit in in the realm of time, when you say, 10 more minutes at your friend's house and then we're going back to our house. Uh, that is not what they want to hear. Um, but if you've established the trust between you, they know that you mean it. So mm-hmm. how can you go about giving them what they want in fantasy, what they can't have in reality? Yeah, and it's, it's a really good tool that, that we've learned learned from the works of Heimgenot. And um, so... If you if you say rather than than uh, getting upset and, and yelling and you know saying ah we gotta go, if you really validate what they're they're what they're feeling by giving that that conceptual space, say well you know you wish you could be here, you wish you could just stay here forever, you know you love sunflowers so much or you love your grandmother's house so much, you just wish you could be here and stay with the cat and this and that and this and that. So just validating that and for, for them to hear you saying that and have you understand that, mm-hmm. that's really, you know, you, you could maybe take a breath and say, 
bye, Grandma, and, and walk out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that'll, that'll work because they just need to really be validated. Um, another thing that you could do is, is um, you know, really pull that whole fantasy idea, uh, give them in fantasy what they can't have in reality. You know, I bet you would like to just sleep here. You, know, you could cozy up next to the lizards. You could climb up, go get in the cozy corner and just sleep there like a little mouse. Um, one of the things that, you know, I would always do when, well, I've done it at seedlings too, but mm-hmm. with my, with my children, they'd be in the back seat and they'd be, oh, we're thirsty, we're thirsty, we're thirsty. Uh-huh. You know, I'm so thirsty. And so I'd say, okay, open your mouth. You know, here comes, here comes the lemonade hose, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I pretend I'm driving and I put it over my shoulder and say, open your mouth wide. Come on. Okay. okay <laughs> did you get it up? Okay. <laughs> and so it sort of shifts the, the mode. It takes out of that whiny, wham, 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 I can't do something, and gives them some fun and gets their imagination going. Um, another thing that I always like to do is if somebody, if the seedlings are hungry, then I'll say, oh, I've got a muffin here. <laughs> would you like it? And they are so immediate. You know, a grown-up would never fall for that. But a kid, if you just, if you do that, and, and you do it really for real, you're like, right. hey, wait, I've got, a, I've got a muffin in my hand. I mean, it was in my pocket. Would you like it? You know? They'll say yes. And they'll take it. And they'll start eating. Mm, it's very good. It's uh-huh. delicious. You know? Oh, you want one too? Okay, let me see if I got any. Yeah. So that bringing your own creativity, mm-hmm. your, your, the fun, the playfulness, um, kind of get them unstuck of, of, of that, you know, I can't have this, but I really want this, you know? Yeah. And it's just modeling that playfulness too. Right, not to take things so seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we're trying carefully to tread the line between uh, creating a fantasy or an imaginative moment and distracting. Right. We're not trying to say that you should point and say, look over there, there's a fairy in the corner. <laughs> we got to get to the car so that the fairy can come in the back seat. Like, you, you can... You can create a, a fantasy um, without playing your child, without <laughs> right. It's the honesty that's mm-hmm. there, and the and the and the intention behind it. If the intention is to trick them, which yes. is is kind of a lot of what what distraction is like. Okay, well, oh, if I distract them, then I can trick them into not feeling that way anymore. Um, and I don't think that that's the same when you're when you're playing with a lemonade hose, right? Um, and it tends to be um, things that are things that aren't aren't so weighty, you know. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't do that, you know. I wouldn't do something like that if um, if a kid was missing their their mom. I wouldn't say, "Oh, you're missing your mom." Well, here, you know, look, here's a tiny mommy. Here's your tiny mommy mm, right. right here. Talk to you know. I wouldn't yeah. do that. So mm-hmm. you see, it's 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 probably Definitely. you know it depends on the situation. It depends on what skills you have, what what you feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. but um, but always to be honest to um, you know to to use the tools you have. So that creating space for playfulness is really what it is. You know, okay, it's a, you've been through this situation a million times. What can you try that will will give space to have a different outcome? You know, or to have them. Have you and and the children recognize? Ah, we're it's a, it's a problem. It always boils down right. to while this is a problem, you really want to stay, and we need to go pick up dad. What can we do? Mm-hmm. And um, so it could be like we could pretend this this or that, or um, you know set the timer. Um, 
another thing that you can do is, is uh, especially for young children, have a transition object. And um, so we talk about this a lot with like two, you, you know, toddlers, twos, threes. Um, they don't want to leave the park. And if you, if you see, you observe what it is that they've been playing with, you know, maybe it's the mulch, maybe it's a rock or some shells or something, and you say, <clears throat> you know, we have to go now. Do you want to bring a shell or a rock with you? You, you can take, it's okay, you can bring that in the car with you. You know, or, or what, what do you want to bring? A piece of mulch, a rock, or you bring it to them and hand it to them. Sometimes they just need that some something physical to mm -hmm. hold it. Yeah, I've got a piece of the park. I can bring it in the car and then go. Yeah, yeah, because that is scratching the itch, so to speak. It's that acknowledgement that you really didn't want to leave. You wanted to stay at the park. You weren't done. Mm -hmm. it, you weren't done. I feel like that's the best way to, to put it. And how do you put a pin in something and uh, move on to the next thing? Um, it, it's it's a wonderful way to symbolize. Like we're, we're yeah. taking a piece of the park with us so that you can have more time to figure out what this means. <laughs> And taking a piece of home into the car sure. when you don't want to leave home, you mm -hmm. know? So all of those kinds of things that... And then when they get to... If they're the ones that choose it, then they have a whole lot more... A whole lot more learning happens. It's a whole lot more real rather than you say, here, take this, and we're going to go. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's going to be your best solution, you yes. know? Here, here's here's a pine cone. Let's go. <laughs> and um, But if it can be their idea, it's all the better. So, um, some of the language that we can use, if we go, we've, we've talked about time and permission and space, and so language around that. You've heard us say a few things, or quite a few things that you could say, um, but... Uh, I definitely think the one area we haven't really covered in, in this realm of uh, leaving a... a another place than home or going to another place from home, um, sometimes your child is very stuck in the loop of resistance. And so we have to get serious sometimes. And there isn't the luxury of an extra 15 minutes to work with them. And so how can you uh, say this in a way that is loving and uh, and yet firm? And what we suggest is to make it a choice, even if the choice is really limited to you, I can pick you up and take you to the car, or you can hold my hand and walk with me. Those are the, the choices. We can't stay on the swing anymore. We can't go down the slide anymore. Are you going to hold my hand or do you need me to pick you up? Mm -hmm. So that before you just scoop them up and start running away towards the car, which muddies the waters as far as consent, you're at least preparing them mentally for what is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and there are times when that... that 
that's the only choice. Mm-hmm. And so that's the best that's the best option. And they might be screaming and yelling and everything and what they need at that point, you know, because you've you've got to pick daddy up, you know, at the you know, he's he's got another meeting to go to or whatever it is, you know, the times when we're pressed for time. Mm-hmm. Take a breath with them. You try to be really calm and pick them up as as lovingly as you can and and say, We're going. And they're they're yelling and screaming. You could just say, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going to get daddy. No need and to apologize. No need to, you know, whine about how you wish they were being. There isn't need a need to say much at all. Just I know. And sometimes, you know, we if you've already validated their feelings, you don't need to keep validating them. You know, you don't need to say, I know, you feel really bad. You don't want to leave the park. You know, I, you know, so it's tools that we've all learned. And the kids are the first ones that will tell us and show us that, you know what, you've used that tool. I get it. You know, onto something new. Yeah. So just, you know, there are times when you do. You just need to be firm. And, and that's okay. That's mm-hmm. not being mean. It's not being a bad parent. It's not being, it's not, you know, not, not, not being connected enough. Right. It's like you need to, something has to happen. And that's what life is about. Right. And, and then they learn that, you know, especially if you, if this is what they can expect, you know. Exactly. <clears throat> Later you can have another, uh, a contact talk with them too. Like, wow, that was really hard at the park today. You know, that was that was a real problem. I ended up having to pick you up. You weren't happy. You were screaming. And then you calmed down, and then we went to the car. How can we make that better next time? Mm-hmm. Talk with them about it. Uh, yes. And ultimately, what we are suggesting is that it always comes back to respect. That is the first pillar of sunflower philosophy is respect for the individual. And... Mutual respect means making room for your children's feelings and also for yours and also for grandma's maybe, you know, grandma prepared breakfast for us. She's ready. Breakfast is ready. We have to go so that you're you're not allowing your guilt to mm-hmm. come in and color your tone when you're expressing this, it can be very matter of fact and just allow that that neutral feeling to to take over in those moments because you're gonna be navigating transitions for your whole life and your child will too. <laughs> yeah, and it comes down to the respect and how do we rather than doing things to each other how do we work together? How do we, how do we make it work together? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for listening or watching today <laughs> to share your thoughts, feelings, or stories about being with children with us. You can send us an email at lindsay at sunflowercreativearts.org or you can find us on Instagram at sunflowercreativearts. The Sunflower Bridge podcast is kindly sponsored by Schweitzer Musical Productions.